hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, <laughs> intelligent, hardworking Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame loving wife and co-host <laughs> Michelle. That's true. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. But who doesn't love the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame? Right, exactly. What an exciting time. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun today. Exactly. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yes. Woo-hoo. Speaking of today, we are recording this episode on Sunday, January 16th. 2022. Wow, the month of January is already zipping by. I know. It's just like, phew. Phew. There it goes. Yeah. I guess it's just been so busy that it it, it is flying by. It has been crazy busy for you. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff going on for us in general. But we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... We would sure love it if you haven't done so already. Sign up for the newsletter. And for those who have, thank you. Yes, thanks for signing up for the newsletter. If you haven't already, please go ahead. Just go to the page. Lots of ways for you to (laughs) sign up for the newsletter on our website. It's just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. We put out a lot of our information about episodes, things that we have coming up on the show, and just things that we think you might like in general. And you often receive it first when you are a subscriber to that newsletter. Right, Sometimes you get some information that only you, the newsletter subscribers, will receive. Yep. Whenever Michelle finds something that she (laughs) wants to share with you, and I actually remember to put it in the newsletter, uh, you will often get that. uh, And that will just be for you. Right. So. Yes, very special. Another way to be involved with this show is to follow us on social media. Please find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us in our fun little Hyperion Adventures Facebook group where we're having a lot of positive Disney energy fun with a lot of you. Right. And you can tell your friends about it too, because we want this to continue to grow. It's been a great, great experience. It really has been. We've had a lot of fun in that group. We're posting stuff in there every day. Others are posting in there too. And we're just having some good positive Disney energy fun. That's right. That's right. Speaking of that, this week we celebrated a very special day and that did have some posts on our site as well. And that was your birthday. So, uh, Happy birthday again, sweetie. Yes, I'm an old man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you. This That was going to be my favorite thing for this week Ooh. is uh, all the birthday wishes I received this week. Thank you to everybody out there who took the time to say a little something to me. Um, really, really appreciate Love you all. Um, can't say it enough. And especially to my lovely wife who, well, as you know, one of my favorite tips is to hydrate <laughs> So that means in the middle of the night, somewhere around 1, 2 a.m., I usually have to get up and do something because of the fact that I hydrate. And she was the first to wish me a happy birthday at about 1, 2 a.m. because, unfortunately, I disturbed her when I got up to take care of that hydration in the middle of the night. Yeah, well, it was great to be able to wish you a happy birthday then. Well, I really appreciate it. She always treats me so wonderfully Aww. on my birthday and you all treated me wonderfully as well. So thank you very much. Uh, also, uh, please find us on YouTube. If you want to check us out there, just uh, do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast, hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to send us a comment or anything for any reason, uh, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. Right. 
great. We love hearing from you. And as we say every week, uh, we just enjoy interacting with you. Mm -hmm. But if you do have any questions, some of you have had some questions about some of the information we've shared, uh, or if there's a topic in particular you'd like us to do a deep dive, let us know. We do have some deep dives planned. I know. Michelle just updated our calendar (laughs) with some brand new topics that we're going to be going through in the next few years. But the next three years, <laughs> probably next few years, but also the next few weeks. Right. Um, but also, if you have something that you would like us to talk about, we really want to be talking about the things that you want to hear. So right. uh, give your suggestions to us and we will try and drop them in wherever we can. That's right. Uh, also, if you want to support the show, if you get, if you feel you get some value out of this and feel like, you know what, uh, maybe it'd be nice of us to go ahead and send a little bit of support to Tom and Michelle's way. Well, we would so appreciate that. And we appreciate everybody who has already done that. Right. There's a couple ways you can do that. You can go to our Spreadshirt shop and pick up all sorts of different logo gear items, which is great because not only do you get this cool stuff, but it's also, it gets our logos out there that people, other people can see it and find out what maybe this show exists and they might like it. Um, if you want to do find us there, we just go to Spreadshirt.com. Just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, and our all our gear comes up there. You can also go to our Linktree account. Uh, we have a link there that will send you right to that Spreadshirt shop. And there's just so much cool stuff for you to peruse through there that you might enjoy. Right. It's not just shirts. There's a lot of other articles there that are very cool. Yep. Mugs, water bottles, hats, all sorts of face masks, all sorts of right. stuff there that you can uh, get our logo on. That includes our... Uh, hashtag Real Men Love Frozen logo, or I'm heading to a Hyperion Adventureland logo, all sorts of stuff there. Also, um, if you are so inclined, we'd love you to become a member of our Patreon group. You can just find us there at patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We have tiers starting as low as $2 per month with all sorts of swag and all sorts of other stuff coming out. And we, Michelle has just put, as I was telling you, she's updated some stuff on our calendar. <laughs> we have some things that are coming up that we are going to involve a lot of you Patreon members in. So if you are already a Patreon member, first, thank you. Right. Secondly, you'll be getting some messages for us uh, as trying to schedule some of these things that we want you involved with, if you are willing, if you would like to. Uh, but if you haven't become a member yet, there's still lots of time to get involved and be a part of some of these upcoming shows. Right. And, you know, um, you know, obviously with the Patreon group, you get some swag from us. Uh, when we do have certain contests, like for today's, you get an extra free vote, you know, or name in, in the hat to be drawn. Um, or the Castaway Club Cup. <laughs> As it may be today. (laughs) Right. You know, um, but as Tom mentioned, there are going to be some really fun events or opportunities for our Patreons to actually participate in the show to the extent that they are so inclined to want to do that. And we're we're excited about that. So, yes, you will be hearing from us soon. Very, very soon. Very, very soon. Lots of exciting stuff coming up here very, very soon. Evolve with all of you, but especially our Patreon members. Right. Yeah. So if you want to have your break on a podcast. (laughs) Big break. Sign up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So now the time where we get to our weekly segment where we kind of look at the positivity from the week. You know, there's all sorts of, you know, if you go watch the news and if you, sometimes if you scroll on social media and some other things, you know, it can get a little 
depressing. <laughs> let's be honest. But we feel that there are great things that are happening every single week. And we like to share those great things. We'd love to hear what your favorite things are from each week. But we definitely will share with you every single week what our favorite thing is from this week. And whenever we do this, well, we always start with Michelle. One, because she's wonderful, great. <laughs> All things amazing in the world. She has the best so lists. She does the best research. She definitely has the best tips. But I'm bound to believe that she'll have the best favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, what is your favorite thing from this week? Okay. So, um, and that's kind of, there was, I guess, like two things because one, we kind of talked about it last week, but, you know, I, I think of Sunday as the beginning of the week. So, I would have thought to include it this week with getting together with family, which was real fun. Um, but the other thing that I, I found very positive this week was um, for the first time in many, many months, um, when talking at my work to some of our customers, um, getting a little bit more positivity of thank you for being here, providing care for us. Thank you um, that you're you know, to the healthcare workers, you know, uh, people thanking me for my staff and all that they do. And it was, like I said, first time in a long time that people have actually verbalized some appreciation for healthcare workers. And I know I have a really great, strong team, and I really appreciate that people are noticing them in a positive way again. Yeah, that's really good because, you know, when the pandemic first kind of struck, you know, there was a lot of love and appreciation for the medical workers right. out there. And that was so nice to see as they're putting a lot on the line to help people out uh, through this whole thing. And then they kind of shifted for whatever reason. Uh, there was a lot of animosity. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of lashing out at healthcare workers. And it was really sad to see. But I'm glad to hear that finally it's it's starting to shift again to bit. appreciation. Mm -hmm. Because everybody out there who's a medical worker, everybody out there who's been essential, uh, teachers included, right. so many different people that have had to go through this and and work very hard to to make it through what we've gone through so far with this pandemic. And there's still much more to go. But right. what we've done so far um, deserves... Uh, a vast amount of appreciation. That goes for cast members too, for right, Disney yeah, cast members. Please definitely. appreciate them as well. Yeah, do that cast compliment. Definitely, definitely. So I'm glad to hear that. So Thank I understand you. why that's your favorite thing Thank from this you. week. And Michelle, definitely the best <laughs> favorite thing from the week. All right. What about you, honey? Well, first of all, as I already mentioned, uh, the birthday wishes. Thank you very much. That was my favorite thing from this week. And Michelle treating me so well on Aww. my birthday. Those were definitely my favorite things from this week. But uh, I just want to bring up one other thing that I've really been getting into listening to the Encanto <laughs> soundtrack this week. And it is brilliant. Right. It is so amazing. That, that soundtrack, it, the way the music... It, it tugs at your heartstrings in so many different ways. The lyrics, the, this music, mm -hmm. you know, the, all the songs hit a different chord with me, you know, whether it be some are really upbeat and energetic and exciting. Right. Uh, some are really, really tear jerkers. Mm -hmm. and not that, you know, everything makes me cry, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, they really get to me at times. And it's, it's a fantastic soundtrack to what I feel is a really, really good movie. Yeah, definitely. So uh, yeah, I've been kind of hearing you from time to time sing a little bit and that's yeah, kind of well, fun for me listening to that. The yeah. hour that I get, we don't talk about Bruno <laughs> out of my head will be the first since uh, I started listening to this soundtrack. But right. I mean, there are so many great songs throughout. I love every single one of them for different reasons. And I want to uh, thank Lin-Manuel Miranda. One, 
one, it's his birthday today as we're recording this on the 16th. Happy birthday, Lin-Manuel Miranda. But again, once again, undefeated at creating just amazing music that strikes so many different chords, um, enhances whatever he's working on, Mm -hmm. whether it be a Broadway show, whether it be a movie, whatever it may be, what he does is amazing. And please, the Academy, this year, if it's not for Encanto, if it's for Tick, Tick, Boom, whatever, recognize this man. Not that he needs to be an EGOT winner to be fantastic, but he certainly deserves to have that tabbed to his name for all the things he's done in all the different branches of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, But also, thank you, Disney, for getting this guy into the fold (laughs) because we're all, your films and everything about is that much better for it because the guy, we are lucky to be living in a generation with a genius that, is Lin-Manuel Miranda, and here I am kissing, you know, up to him. <laughs> hey, Lynn, come on the show. Right. Um, he's uh, he's absolutely amazing. Right. Now, like you said, genius, um, just a super amazingly talented person, and you're right. It's great that Disney has, you know, recognized that and brought him in to enhance some of their, their features here. Yeah. So, uh, happy birthday, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Thank you for putting out and doing everything that you do. We love it all, and we appreciate you very much, and that's my favorite thing from this week. So, now on to this week's episode. We have lots of stuff for you today, including we received details about this year's Ultimate Disney Fan Event, including Mm -hmm. ticket prices. We'll be talking about that for sure. And we now know who will be rocking the gardens of Epcot (laughs) this spring. We'll tell you some of those acts as well and see if you're interested in checking out some of those. But this is a fun episode, so let's go ahead and get right to it. dramatic orchestra is playing (laughs) as the nominees head into the hall we're here dressed up in a gown in a tux (laughs) you decide who is wearing what (laughs) but this is one of our favorite shows of the year ever since we started doing this three years ago it's our third annual hyperion adventures disney hall of fame induction ceremony yeah it's fun it's fun and uh i want to recognize all the work that you've put into preparing for today's show it's not uh, a quick thing to just throw together. You've done a lot of research. You've um, got a lot of sound clips and everything. So thank you, honey. Well, it's been a lot of fun. But mostly I want to thank the, the people out there who voted because these are the people who uh, the, the nominees won to begin with that went to our, our final ballot. And then our final ballot in general uh, was voted on by you, our right. listeners, our Hyperion adventurers. You're the ones who have selected this. And so whenever somebody makes it into the Hall of Fame, 
it's because of you. And we don't take this lightly. Like it doesn't, it's not just a simple majority that makes it in. And you, we need to have 60% of the vote is what we decided on for, because this is a Hall of Fame. I mean, right. this is a big deal <laughs> in our own minds. It's a big deal. So we want the voting to be heavy on anybody who makes it into this Hall of Fame. We don't want to make it too easy. Right. And we really were blown away and very appreciative of how many people actually participated this year. So thank yeah. you. Wow. Many more than last year. Oh, my gosh. And so yeah. we really appreciate that. And uh, thank you very much. And uh we will have some great new entrants into our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame this year. And we also will have some categories that maybe a couple of characters or movies or songs or whatever just didn't quite make it. There are a couple categories. Mm -hmm. We won't have anybody getting in this year. That's okay because we'll be doing this again next year. And if they did, if your favorite film, if your favorite character, if your favorite song, if your favorite attraction didn't make it in this year, you can get out there next year and try and get them in the Hall of Fame. That's right. So, so as they say, on with the show. On with the show. Let's get to it with our first category. And that is Best Disney Villain, mm -hmm. which is always a popular category. Yes. Disney fans love their villains. And we have some great ones who have already made it into our Hall of Fame. It was a new category. We had four new categories last year. Mm -hmm. And we had some uh, make it already in last year for the what was the 2020 class. Technically, I think the ceremony happened in 2021, but we call it the 2020 class because mm -hmm. that's when most of the voting took place. Uh, and those making it in already into the Hall of Fame last year were Darth Vader from mm -hmm. the Star Wars franchise. Great villain, of course. And Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty and, of course, the Maleficent movies as right. well. Classic. Another another uh, fantastic Disney villain. So, but we, did we get one in for this year? That is the big Ooh. question. Lots of great villains out there. Lots of great nominees. Let's see. The latest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for Best Disney Villain is... Don't you disrespect me, little man. Don't you derogate or deride. You're in my world now, not your world. And I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other side. Gentlemen, enchanté. A tip of the hat from Dr. Vassie. Sit down at my table. Put your mind at ease. If you relax and will enable me to do anything I please. Tarot readings, charms, potions, dreams made real. Voodoo? You mean to tell me this all happened because you were messing with the Shadow Man? He was very charismatic. I got voodoo, I got voodoo, I got things I ain't even tried. And I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other side. All you got to do is marry Big Daddy's little princess, and we'll be splitting that juicy LaBeouf fortune right down the middle. 60-40, like I said. I'll have the entire city of New Orleans with the my Now we're cooking. We're going to find ourselves a frog. Search everywhere. Bring him to me alive. I need his heart pumping. For now. Shadow Man. <laughs> Gotta hand it to you, Tiana. When you dream, you dream big. Just look at this place. Gonna be the crown jewel of the Crescent City. Come on, Tiana. Almost there. <laughs> 
So yes, Dr. Facilier, the shadow man from The Princess and the Frog is our latest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Yeah, and well-deserved. Definitely meets all the the criteria to be such a slimy evil villain. (laughs) (laughs) And yet charismatic and interesting all at the same time. I would love to actually know more about him. I think he's a fascinating, fascinating character. Right, yeah. He'll probably show up sometime in a live-action film. Right. He showed up in the television show Once Upon a Time. True. As many characters did, but uh, yes, he made it in. Uh, No other villains made it in this year. A couple others were very close, but didn't quite hit that 60% threshold. But Dr. Fasolier goes in all on his own. He joins again Darth Vader and Maleficent into our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for Best Disney Villain. Nice. Yes. So congratulations very much. Yay. Yay. So (laughs) moving on to our next category, and that is... Best Disney Sidekick. Whatever, you know, Mm. Disney movies you think of, you think of a lot of great sidekicks. So many great ones out there to go through. This could be a tough one. So many great ones. Uh, Last year's class, again, this was a new category last year. The only character that made it in was Olaf Mm -hmm. from the Frozen franchise. Um, Who doesn't, anybody shocked by that? (laughs) Olaf is amazing and hashtag real men love Frozen. So, (laughs) Uh, of course, he's going to make sure, it in. Sure, yeah. That's it so far. So lots of other wonderful sidekicks right. out there. So let's find out the latest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for Best Disney Sidekick is... No way. You believe it? No one made it this year. There were like three or four that were really, really close, like just a couple votes right. away. Um, but no one got the 60% threshold this year to make it in as a uh, Disney Hyperion High Adventures Disney Hall of Famer. Well, I mean, Olaf can still carry the torch for now, and uh, we can look forward to next year trying again. With if you have, like Tom said, if you, if your favorite didn't make it in, there's next year. Yep, uh, like there are so many right. available out there for you. So next year, get those votes in and get your favorite into the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah. So very cool. So, all right. Oh, well, what can you do? Well, moving on. Right. We have another category for you. Eight eight categories in total today, by the way, just so you know. So this is our third category of the day. Uh, This one is Best Classic Disney Attraction. Again, another new one that we brought in last year. We didn't have any new categories this year. We thought that eight was good enough. Right. Um, But this one was a brand new one last year. And we did have a couple inductees last year. These were uh, attractions, I believe I tabbed it as anyone that had been opened before 1990, I think is what I, I termed it as. And they could be, they don't need to be attractions that are still open today. Right. Uh, they could be attractions that you just love from the past. Right. Uh, but the attractions that have made it in on last year's class were, these were truly classic attractions. Mm-hmm. They were the Haunted Mansion right. and Pirates of the Caribbean, which, yes. I mean, everybody loves both sure, of those both rides. both of those are awesome yeah. and definitely well-deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Right. So... Did we get a new one for this year? All those classic Disney attractions to choose from? Let's see. The latest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for best classic Disney attraction is... 
This is the world-famous Jungle Cruise! Yay! All right, my name is Kevin. I'll be your skipper, dance instructor, hippo wrestler, blackjack dealer for the next 14 days and six romantic nights. Oh, my goodness. All right, looks like we are going into the jungle fully loaded today. Yeah, my favorite way to see the jungle is loaded with people. Everyone raise your hand. Wave goodbye to those beautiful people on the dock. All right, now wave goodbye to the ugly ones. They helped you get in. That was nice of them, wasn't it? Everybody's first time on the Jungle Cruise? First time? Uh, me too, me too. We'll figure it out together. Now what is that noise? Oh, just as I thought. It looks like we're heading straight into a hippo pool. Now these guys might look cute and friendly, but they can easily capsize a boat like this. Just last week they capsized six. But don't worry guys, only five of those were mine. Oh, and look at that, kids. A family of lions protecting a sleeping zebra. Oh. That's right, kids. All zebras sleep on their sides, surrounded by lions and vultures. He's dead. Tired, dead, tired. The second most feared animal of the jungle, it's the African bull elephant. And if you're wondering what the number one most feared animal of the jungle is, folks, take a look right over here. It's his mother-in-law. But sometimes it's a danger right in front of you. You're going to watch out for her. Schweitzer Falls is straight ahead of us. The Schweitzer Falls is a very famous waterfall discovered by a very famous explorer. Schweitzer Falls was named after Dr. Albert Falls. time today. My name is Brian. Hi, Brian. And I'm at the wrong place at the wrong time. We're back to civilization. And it's been a real pleasure to take this trip with you. Thank you, everyone. Hope to ride with you again sometime. So, yes. Is there a more classic attraction than the Jungle Cruise open in Disneyland on day one in 1955? Right. Yeah, that's awesome. I loved how you added the touch of Walt there at the end, too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily, I, I happened to find that on one of the things that I was uh, perusing through to get the sound for this. Of course, thanks to all those wonderful skippers who you heard right. uh, there that just that they are what make this attraction so special is you know the the dad right. jokes the puns all the fun that you have on there that it is you know i mean if you were just riding in a boat ride looking at uh, audio trend uh, audio animatronic animals <laughs> easy for me to say right. um you know okay fine it's a fine attraction but when you get the jokes that right. go along with them they're what make the attraction special absolutely like you said uh it's really the you know, when you have a great skipper on there, it can make it the most enjoyable part of your day sometimes just to have that little goofy laugh or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's definitely well deserved to be in our Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, agreed. Uh, again, uh, there isn't more classic attraction than the Jungle Cruise. Open day one at Disneyland. One of those special attractions that Walt himself really wanted in right. the park. Um, basically built a venture land around that attraction. Uh, so it, you know, and, and they're everywhere. They're in all the parks, I believe, in Disney parks. Some are a little different, mm -hmm. but all the Disney, not, not every, but all the Disney, you know, the Asian themed areas, the, you know, Disneyland Paris, they all have a version right. of the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. So, 
Yay, well-deserved Jungle Cruise. And that was the only attraction that made it in this year. But I'll tell you what, it was the one category where we had a complete blowout. Like, it was near 90% of you picked the Jungle Cruise as as one of your classic favorite classic Mm -hmm. Disney attractions. That's why it was easily making it into this. And uh, some others just didn't quite get there. A couple votes away, they might have made it in, but maybe next year. Yeah, so, but I'm, I'm glad that one did. It, it is a favorite of ours, too, so. Yes. Yay! For sure. So, congratulations to the Jungle Cruise for joining, again, the Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. You can find three more classic attractions right, no, in those perfect, uh, perfect. to make it in, so. On to our next category, which is the last of our categories that we brought in last year as new categories. Uh, And this one is Best Disney Song. This one's a tough one. It's really tough because there are so many great Disney songs. I was just talking earlier about the soundtrack to Encanto. Maybe one of those will make it in last year, but it was too early, obviously. The the ballots had already gone out before this year, so maybe next year. Uh, In the previous class last year, no one made it in. It was so difficult to decide. We couldn't get a 60% threshold last year, so we don't have... Uh, a, a song yet into this category, but will we get one in this year? Do so tell. It is a big question. And if we don't, the question is, do I continue with that category? Right, because right. if we can't get a consensus on this, maybe we need to find something else. Well, so there's a lot riding on this today. <laughs> this is a big deal, as we've said in our own minds. It's a big deal. <laughs> so You could be a Jungle Cruise skipper. Yes, <laughs> sure. <laughs> So let's check it out. Let's see the latest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for our best Disney song is... Ma chère mademoiselle, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as the dining room proudly presents your dinner. Be our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, sherry, and we provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot or d'oeuvre, why, we only live to serve. Try the gray stuff, it's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. They can sing, they can dance. After all, miss, this is France, and a dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your menu, take a glance, and then you'll be our guest. We our guest, be our guest. Beef ragu, cheese souffle, pie and pudding on flambe. We'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret. You're alone and you're scared, but the banquet's all prepared. No one's gloomy or complaining while the flatware's entertaining. We tell jokes, I do tricks with my fellow candlesticks. Put it all in perfect taste that you can bear. Come on and lift your glass, you want your own free pass. If you're stressed, it's fine dining we suggest. Be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. Life is so unnerving for a servant who's not serving. He's not whole without a soul to wait upon. Ah, those good old days when we were useful. Suddenly those good old days are gone. Ten years. 
years we've been rusting, needing so much more than dusting, needing exercise, a chance to use our skills. Most days we just lay around the castle. Flabby, fat, and lazy, you walked in and oops a daisy. It's a guest, it's a guest, sakes alive, and I'll be blessed. Wine's been poured and thank the Lord, I've had the napkins freshly pressed. song to make it into our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. And I'm so glad that it did because it definitely deserves to be in a Hall of Fame. It's an amazing song. Um, it was in a film that was very revolutionary at its for its time and bravo for all our voters who got the got it in there yes yes that was fantastic so happy to see it it's one of my favorite songs of all time uh ends up on a lot of my five favorite right. lists when we do those so i was very happy to see this one make it in and that we did have a finally a song to make it in unfortunately that was it the only song that reached that 60 percent threshold a lot of other songs came really really close <laughs> i mean a couple a vote a two votes here and there might have pushed them into it as well. Right. But for right now, Be Our Guest stands alone in the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame as best Disney song. Well, considering it is a Hall of Fame, it should be held for very, very special you know, um, nominees to yes. make it in. So. And since we did have an inductee this year, we will keep that category Yay. rolling. We'll have chances to get some of these other songs in next year. Nice. Yes. So now we move into our more classic categories. Classic. They were around a year longer <laughs> than the other categories. Uh, but these were the ones that kind of kicked off our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame when we first did it back in, uh, I think it actually the class came out in 2020, but most of the mm -hmm. voting took place in 2019. So uh, we'll start with Best Disney Live Action Character. Okay. Mm. So we do have previous inductees in this category, in the first class, the inaugural class, we had three. Indiana Jones, of course, from the Indiana Jones franchise. Mary Poppins from sure. the Mary Poppins couple of films. And Captain Jack Sparrow from the <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. And then last year, we also added in Han Solo 
from the Star Wars right. franchise. So all very worthy, great sure. characters. I think we love every single one of those. Yeah, and it was a fun um, category again this year to get nominees for and everything. So yay. Yay. And again, this category for live action includes anything that's under the Disney umbrella. It could be Star Wars. It could be Marvel. It could be the Muppets. You know, it, any of those that are <laughs> live action characters. And of course, Disney itself right. uh, does... Uh, qualify for this category so let's see do we have anybody adding Ooh, to that I list this year let's go ahead and check it out and see who the latest inductee into the high period adventures disney hall of fame is for best live action character <laughs> nope not this year. Again, another one where there were like two or three that came very, very close, mm -hmm. but didn't quite make didn't that, get that threshold. 60%. Huh? Didn't get there. So uh, all those characters will still be available for you uh, coming up next year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hey, one more time, just alone, hanging out as a group. Those four, Indiana Jones, Mary Poppins, Captain Jack Sparrow, and Han Solo hanging out in yeah. the hall. All by their lonesome. Well, very again, very like you said, very worthy recipients. For sure, for sure. So we'll move on to a different category that includes character. And this one is best Disney animated character. It could be Disney, it could be Pixar, as Michelle pointed out. I didn't even think about this early on, but it also, now that we have Marvel animation mm -hmm. and we have, you know, of course, we've had Star, Star Wars, Wars animation, animation for a while now. It could be category uh, characters from those uh, franchises as well. And we do have some previous inductees in our first class, our inaugural class. Of course, we grandfathered in several that we thought just deserved to right. be in there. And that included Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, and Pluto, the Sensational Six. Right. We just put them right in. Didn't even ask for your votes. Right. Those just went they in. They deserved it yeah, automatically. We thought they deserved to be in. And then you voted in Genie from mm -hmm. Aladdin and Woody from the Toy Story franchise. Right. That was our inaugural class. Then we added another in last year's class. That was Wally right. from the Wally films made it in, which was, you know, so great. We love Wally. Sure. He's just adorable. He's fantastic. Um, and we love that movie. So yeah, happy I mean, yeah, it definitely. A, definitely a character with heart. For sure. No question about that. For a, a little robot, <laughs> it's kind of one of the biggest hearts right. for, of anybody out there. So I was really happy for that. But, Will there be another character joining them this year? Hmm. We'll, well see. I think you have the answer for us, I honey. do, yes. The latest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for Best Disney Animated Character is... Hi, I'm Olaf and I like warm hugs. I'm Anna. And who's the funky-looking donkey over there? That's Sven. Uh-huh. And who's the reindeer? Sven. Oh, oh, okay. Make things easier for me. Watch out for my butt! Ooh, did you know that water has memory? True fact. Did you know gorillas burp when they're happy? Did you know we blink four million times a day? Did you know wombats poop squares? Did you know sleeping quietly on long journeys prevents insanity? <laughs> yeah, that's not true. It is. It's true. Definitely true. No, it's, it's the truth. Mm. Well, that was unanimous. Oh, look at that. I've been impaled. Um, <laughs> uh, Anna? Elsa, Sven, Samantha. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know it's Samantha. Oh, 
Sorry, yeah, I just find clothes restricting. I can't feel my legs! I can't feel my legs! <coughs> Those are my legs. Only an act of true love can save you. Here's a true love's kiss. You're not worth it! Guess what? I'm the bad guy! What? Olaf, you're melting. Some people are worth melting for. Oh, I don't know why, but I've always loved the idea of summer and sun and all things hot. Really? Oh, the sky will be blue, and you guys will be there too. When I finally do what frozen things do in summer. I'm gonna tell him. Don't you dare. In summer. Any questions? I think they got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Olaf, not only does he become the newest member of the best Disney animated character category of our Hyperion Adventures mm -hmm. Disney Hall of Fame, he is also the first character to make it in in two different categories. Right. That's how much we all love Olaf. Yes. Not only is he a great sidekick, and this is maybe buoyed by, you know, the Olaf Presents shorts that recently <laughs> came out. But obviously, we all feel that he's just a great character on his own, not just a sidekick. Right. Yeah. I mean, so entertaining. Again, a character with heart, for sure. But also just uh, the comedy that he brings is so phenomenal. And like I said, so entertaining that, yes, again, a, a very well-deserved yeah, I, I think so. I love Olaf. You know, yeah. hashtag real men love Frozen. I love <laughs> Olaf to death. I think Olaf is fantastic. It doesn't matter if it's within the Frozen films, whether it's in the shorts uh, that he does, or when he's on the stage show, which we just saw not that long ago on the Disney fantasy, right. you know, the you know Frozen, the musical spectacular. He's great in every single role. And Disney on Ice. And, well, I haven't <laughs> seen Disney on Ice, but I would believe he would be great on that as well. Uh, and a great character meet and greet right. uh, at the parks yes. as well. So, Olaf, congratulations. Yay. It's really tough to become a two-time inductee as a character because right now they're very specific. You know, you have to be a sidekick right. and a character, or you have to be a villain and a character, mm -hmm. you know. So, it's really tough. There were yeah. a couple villains that nearly made it in. They, they were almost joined for live action and for animated that almost made it him with them as two-time entrance. But they didn't quite make it. Olaf, actually, by the way, another one that had a large majority of the votes. Like it <laughs> yeah. wasn't close to that 60% threshold. He was well over nice. that. So, nice. uh, but he's the only one that makes it in this year. Yay. A couple others that were close, but Olaf joins the rest of the group. And I include Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, Ala uh, Genie from Aladdin and Woody from the Toy Story nice. franchise this year. So fantastic. Congratulations, yeah. Olaf. So now we move on to our next category. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting into the films, and we'll start with the best Disney live action film. We do have some previous inductees mm -hmm. into this category, starting with our inaugural class. Uh, again, these are any films that were within the Disney umbrella, Star Wars, Marvel, Muppets, whatever, and of course Disney itself. And in our 2019 class, our inaugural class, Mary Poppins mm -hmm. made it in sure. the movie. Along with the character, is also made yeah, it in. Yeah, she's a two-time, I guess. Well, the movie and the character both made it in. If you want to go that far, then Darth Vader and Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back, True. Yeah. also have made it in. Those were our inaugural class. Last year, we didn't get enough to get another film mm. in. A couple came close. Not this year. So, D23 
did we have them this year? Do we have another film? I do hope so. That will be joining Mary Poppins and the Empire Strikes Back in the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Let's go take a look. The latest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for Best Live Action Film is... Oh, there were so many that were so close, like three films that were just a couple votes away. Wow. But they didn't quite make it in. Next year, all of those films are out there for you. Next year, wow. we'll get those films that almost made it in, and they will be in the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame thanks to your votes. Yeah. I mean, with so many people voting, it was still it's still amazing that, you know, how spread out it ended up being it's tough that's why i mean it's interesting that you you know it just shows how many with how many franchises disney has under the umbrella Mm -hmm. and how many different people like different things there are some people that won't vote for like a star wars or an indiana jones or whatever because they're like that's not classic disney i'm only voting classic disney Mm -hmm. so they they, that makes it a little that that category is a little more tricky to kind of get them in so we'll see what happens with that one in the future. I, I think I, I've decided that if the category goes like three years in a row now where no one gets in, mm-hmm. done. Yeah. We'll, we'll close that category or maybe make it a biannual or a, a every other year thing. Um, but we'll see. But Yeah. Or maybe hone in on a different portion of something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But uh, we do have a couple that have already made it in. So that means it can happen. Right. And there were a few that made it close. All we needed just a couple more votes. And we could have gotten some other of these films in uh, this year, but we'll see what happens in the future. Now we get to our final category, yeah. and that is, of course, it's classic Disney. It's the best Disney animated film. Of course, Disney, you know, we, they're famous for their animated mm-hmm. films. And this includes Pixar, and, you know, I don't think there are any you know, animated Disney films that are Marvel or star wars right now they're series but not right. films so they technically couldn't make it in but disney and pixar all those films are up for uh your vote in this one and we do have previous inductees in this one in our inaugural class aladdin made it mm-hmm. in beauty and the beast right. and the original toy story yeah the first toy story made it in last year's class just like with the live action no one made it in. Wow. We did not get any animated films and no one could come to a consensus or at least not enough of one to make it in. So the question being, would we get shut out again this year? Will we not have another film joining Best Disney Animated Films? I don't know. Let's see. So check in the envelope here. The latest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for Best Disney animated film is... Oh my gosh! Have you ever seen anything so wonderful in your entire life? Cool! But, uh, what is it? I don't know, but I bet Scuttle will. Wow, this is special. This is very, very unusual. What? What is it? It's a dingle you went up to the surface again, didn't you? You could have been seen by one of those barbarians, by by one of those humans. Daddy, they're not barbarians. As long as you live under my ocean, you'll obey my rules. But if you would just listen... Not another word! And I am never, never to hear of you going to the surface again. Is that clear? When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love, love to explore that shore? Sea. 
they think they know everything. You give them an inch, they swim all over you. Ariel, please, will you get your head out of the clouds and back in the water where it belongs? Under the sea, under the sea, under the sea. When the sun begins to be what do they got? A lot of sun. We got a hot now then, you're here because you have a thing for this human, this uh, prince fellow. Not that I blame you. He is quite a catch, isn't he? <laughs> the solution to your problem is simple. The only way to get what you want is to become a human in yourself. The poor unfortunate soul. for a little vocal romantic stimulation. Jeez, man, I'm surrounded by amateurs. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Don't be scared. Got the moves He'll be kissing her by sunset for sure. Well, it's time Ursula took matters into her own tentacles. It appears that I was mistaken. This mystery maiden of yours does, in fact, exist. We wish to be married as soon as possible. <laughs> the sea witch. Oh, no. So yes, the classic, The Little Mermaid, is Yay. our latest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for Best Disney Animated Film. Yay! So, so worthy of that. So it's, glad that made it in. I was a little worried there. Right. It's very, very worthy. The fact that, you know, basically it's the thing that springboarded the 
the Disney Renaissance right. uh, back in 1989 and in through the 90s. Right. Um, just a classic, classic film that so many people grew up loving mm-hmm. and still to this day uh, absolutely adore. So very, very uh, worthy of uh, that spot in right. the Hall of Fame. Yes. So happy it made it. And so many great characters in there, too. Right. And, and you know, it's surprising that none of them have made it into our uh, Hall of Fame yet, but I, I foresee that there's a couple a right. couple that have come yeah. very close that they will be there before you know it along with that great film sure sure but would there be another is that the only film that made it in i don't know let's check out and see was there another film that made it into the hyperion adventures disney hall of fame for best disney animated film the envelope please look simba Everything the light touches is our kingdom. A king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, Simba, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. And this will all be mine? Everything. Everything the light touches. Hey, Uncle Scar, guess what? I'm going to be king of Pride Rock. Oh, goody. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. Uncle Scar, when I'm king, what'll that make you? A monkey's uncle. <laughs> You're so weird. You have no idea. Oh, oh Scar, it's just you. <laughs> you were afraid it was somebody important. Yeah, you don't like Mufasa. Yeah. I see. Now that's power. Tell me about it. I just hear that name and I shudder. Mufasa. Ooh. I'm surrounded by idiots. Your father has a marvelous surprise for you. What is it? If I told you, it wouldn't be a surprise now, would it? Scar! Brother, help me! Dawning of a new era in which lion and hyena come together. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. Ain't no person crazed. Hey, Timon! You better come look! I think it's still alive! Jeez, it's a lion! Can we keep him? Man, I'm stuffed. Me too! I ain't like a pig! Pumbaa, you are a pig. Oh. Timon! Yeah? Ever wonder what those sparkly dots are up there? Pumbaa, I don't wonder. I know. Oh, what are they? They're fireflies. Fireflies that got stuck up in that big bluish black thing. Oh, gee. I always thought they were balls of gas burning billions of miles away. Pumba, with you, everything's gas. Is it really you? Who are you? It's me, Simba. Simba? Ah! How did you? How did you? 
Oh, oh, wow! Where did you come from? Oh, this is cool. It's great to see you. Don't you understand? You're our only hope. Sorry. What's happened to you? You're not the Simba I remember. You're right. I'm not. Now are you satisfied? No. Just disappointed. You know, you're starting to sound like my father. Good. At least one of us does. Look inside yourself, Simba. You are more than what you have become. You must take your place in the circle of life. Tell them the truth. I killed Mufasa. You wouldn't kill your old uncle. No, Scar. I'm not like you. Run. Run away, Scar. And never return. Remember. So yes, uh, the Lion King All right. makes it in as well to our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for Best Animated Disney Film. Yeah, another amazing film that has stood the test of time and is beloved by everybody, I think. Yes. <laughs> Um, really, I mean, some will argue it's Beauty and the Beast. Others would argue it's this film, the pinnacle of the Disney renaissance in the 90s right. that we discussed. Of course, it was kickstarted by The Little Mermaid or other entrant, mm -hmm. but uh, I really think that a lot of people believe that that may have been one of the greatest films Disney has ever made. Yeah, I mean, whether you're talking about the music, how it has evolved to uh, being performances in the parks, on Broadway. I mean, it is just something that is such a versatile story to be able to be told in so many different, you know, genres of methodology that it's awesome. Yep. And I'm glad it made it. Yeah, still beloved to this day. Festival of the Lion King, mm -hmm. uh, still one of the most popular uh, attraction shows at, uh, you know, Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World. We got the new show coming to Disneyland soon. All thanks to the Lion King and uh, a, a very, very worthy entrant into the High Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. So congratulations. And Yay. that is it uh, for the films that made it in this year. But uh, very happy about the ones that did. Oh, most definitely. What a fun, fun uh, Hyperion Adventures podcast Hall of Fame show. Yeah. And you may notice that some of these segments were, you know, the audio sounds were a bit long or whatever. But you know what? These are Hall of Famers. Yeah. They deserve their time to shine. <laughs> So I gave them a little bit more with you know when we did be our guest. It was right. the first time I think we've ever done this on our show where we played an entire song, Ooh. but it's the first song to make it into our Hall of Fame. Right. So I think it deserved to have the entire song, not just an edit a piece of it right. uh, played. And so. I think people enjoy you know remembering all these you know films and these characters and everything. So. Again, great job, honey, in putting together all that sound. I know it wasn't easy or quick, and you did it spectacularly. It's a lot of fun. It's one of the things I used to love doing back when I had a job in radio. That's what I did for a living. So mm -hmm. it's fun to kind of do that again. But sure. yes, there was a bit of a bit of time put into that. So. <laughs> But let's get to really what you're listening for here, those of you who voted. We want to find out who's going to win our prize pack that, of course, includes 
our Mickey Mouse fanny pack. Yeah, our beautiful. Disney Vacation Club baseball cap and a bunch of our swag and some other stuff that's going to go out to whomever this one voter who took part in this right. is. So I've got our Castaway Club cup here with all the names into it here that I'm Shaking up, up and getting it ready here for Michelle to draw the name. So, Michelle, All right. reach into the cup and pick who is the winner of that prize pack. She's unfolding it, and it is... Uh, it is Donna in Georgia. Donna from Georgia. Congratulations. I have your email. We'll be contacting you to find out, you know, where you're, where we're sending this stuff. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, so yes, congratulations on winning the prize pack. We will be sending that off to you sometime this week. That's so cool. And I'm so happy that, uh, again, all the fun everybody did to participate between the beginning of it when we were just seeking out nominations, the voting, and congratulations to Donna for winning the ultimate prize yes. pack. And thank you to all who, uh, who took part. It doesn't matter if it was the final ballot. Any of the categories that you nominated uh, characters, right. uh, films, songs, uh, attractions in. Um, we appreciate it all. This was all done by you. Yes, we had our votes too, but most of the votes came from you. So thank you, thank you, thank you for taking part and giving us your input into this. This show couldn't happen without you. Yeah, so thank you again for taking the time for that and hope you enjoyed it as well. Yes, and you are all Hall of Famers. You are our yes. Hyperion Adventurer Hall of Famers, so we appreciate you. Thank you so much. So that is our third annual Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Let's give it up for the winners again. That's always a lot of fun. One yes. of my favorite, favorite days of the year is when we do our Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Right. Well, now you'll have something to talk about next week for <laughs> your most favorite thing of the week. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Maybe I'll add it for this week. It's my other favorite thing for sure. this week. Some of my other favorite things from this week are the Disney stories of the week. Lots of cool stuff happening this mm -hmm. week. And I'm going to start with, we received details about this year's ultimate Disney fan event, including ticket prices. Yeah, some changes this year. Yes, uh, we'll talk about that. It's this from D23.com. They said on Thursday, D23 announced exciting new details about D23 Expo 2022 presented by Visa. The ultimate Disney fan event is back, returning to the Anaheim Convention Center from September 9th through the 11th easy for me to say, <laughs> celebrating what's new and what's on the horizon from Disney theme parks, streaming, television, music, products, 
and films. D23 Expo 2022 will feature more than 50 shows, presentations, and panels, including the Disney Legends Award Ceremony, which honors the talented individuals who have made significant contributions to the Disney legacy, as well as an all-new exhibit curated by the Walt Disney Archives highlighting the 100th anniversary of Disney. Yeah, Makes sense. Yeah. One of these things that's going to be there, I found very interesting. I'm going to mention it here in just a second. That's going to be a part of that uh, archives presentation. So we'll start with you'll need to uh, come to D23 Expo 2022 dressed to impress because the Mouse Parade costume contest Mm -hmm. is returning this year, which is always a lot of fun. One of the best things about going to the D23 Expo is the cosplay that goes on. There's Some of you are so amazing at what you do. Uh, They are some fantastic costumes, and hopefully you've already started planning if you want to enter into this, but if not, get on it right now because... Let me tell you, the competition is fierce. Right. And even if you're not planning to be in the competition, just having the fun of getting, you know, some of your own cosplay in is great. And it's, again, like you're saying, watching that, whether it's somebody who's done an amazing job or just, you know, families that have come together and participated in coming, putting something together. It's just so fun to watch. There are so many things that are great about the D23 Expo, but one of them is just... Going into the concourse area, don't even need to go to the show floor, concourse area, and just people watching with all the different uh, cosplay that they have on, costumes, picking pictures of everybody. It's such good, positive Disney energy and fun there. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say that. Definitely fun. Mm -hmm. So they went on to say this year, the fabulous and fashionable Nina West will be hosting the Mousquerade with Yvette Nicole Brown. Nice. uh, Ashley Eckstein. Cool. Of course, from uh, the voice of Ahsoka Tano right. and her universe. And Ali Mackey from Toy Story 4 and Home Sweet, Sweet Home Alone will be judging. And the always, what they say is the always impressive selection of contestants. I think when last, or not the last time, which was 2019, mm-hmm. the winners were princesses that like their gowns would flip up and they would become teacups. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Right, and they were right. they, they, one of the parts of being in the mouse parade is that you get to be in, they have these parades, these fan parades right. that go on uh, throughout the day with, you know, Disney characters and music and all sorts of stuff. And then uh, the winners of that also get to be part of one of those right. uh, parades at one point. So uh, the contest will feature new and returning categories, including off the screen. Imagine that magical mashups and cast of characters, as well as a fan favorite award voted on by the audience and a best in show prize of $2,300, of course, for D23, $2,300. So if you're thinking about it, get a jump start on that. Yeah. Because believe me. Be creative. Yes. (laughs) And even if you just want to have fun with it, dress up, go have a good time out at the D23 Expo. So uh, they go on to say this year's D23 Expo will debut a brand new exhibit featuring an iconic piece of Disney history. This is a little bit of what I was uh, alluding to a little earlier. Mm -hmm. D23 and the Walt Disney Archives working with the new D23 Expo Platinum sponsor, Amazon, are restoring Walt Disney's Grunman Gulfstream 1 company airplane currently housed backstage at Walt Disney World uh, and transporting it to Anaheim. So if you go to the D23 Expo, you will be able to check out Walt's plane. Right. That's so cool. I mean, they always have, um, you know, like a featured display, whether it be, I think when they've had like the um, 
Haunted Mansion 50th anniversary. They've done different costumes, you know, but this is going to be really, really special. Talk about a piece of history from this organization. It's so cool that they're incorporating that. And we've seen pictures from like above. Some Every once in a while, they'll fly a, a helicopter or a plane or a drone over right. and you can take a picture of it. It's back there where the Backlot Tour used to be at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, but now it's going to be moved for this display uh, where it's, the exhibit's going to be called Mickey Mouse 1, Walt's Plane, presented by Amazon. So we'll get to check that out. And that's exciting yeah. stuff. Sure, and there's a lot more details of other things and presentations, panels, floor things that are to come. But that's a good start. But let's get to what's important now because (laughs) these go on sale this week, and that is the tickets for the D23 Expo 2022 presented by Visa. They go on sale uh, at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, January 20th. Mm -hmm. Um, The three day, the the full package, the three days. Usually, they don't necessarily sell on the first day, but I, if you really want to planning on going for the three days, I would jump on it because they do sell out. Right. And this time, they may have more limited in the crowd capacity, so it might have more chance of selling out right. sooner. Saturday usually is the day that goes first if you're right. looking for single days, um, but that also affects the three-day passes as well. So uh, if you are planning on purchasing tickets, know you have to be a member of D23. Now, you could be a general member, which doesn't cost you a thing. You just need to sign up, give them your information. That makes you a general member. If you're a gold member, there are some discounts included into this. So you'll want to know that as well. So also, if you're a D23 member who is a Visa card holder, uh, if you pay with that Visa, you will have pre-sale access to a limited number of one-day and three-day tickets uh, beginning on January 19th, 2022 at 10 a.m. So that is Wednesday. 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern or Pacific? 10 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you. Okay. Uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And that is while supplies last. So if you, uh, you have a Visa uh, and you want to go ahead and get the jump on people, right. uh, you can go ahead and do that on that day. Now, here are the prices for the general D23 members. Single day tickets go for $99 for adults, $79 for children three ages 3 to 12. So that's just for a single day, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Mm-hmm. If you want to do the full three-day tickets, it's $279 for adults, $209 for children who are ages 3 to through 12. Now, if you're a D23 gold member, there are reasons why you should, if you're planning on going, you should probably shell out and go ahead and become a gold member before you start. (laughs) Um, One, because you get some great stuff out of it, but there are perks that you get when you're at the D23 Expo, but there's also a discount in the price of the tickets here. So, you know, and that will kind of make up uh, for paying that price to be a D23 member, even if you only do it for this one year. Uh, they are especially priced tickets for D23 Gold members. For single-day tickets, instead of the $99 charge, they are $89 for adults, but however, they're still $79 for children ages 3 for twelve, three through 12. Uh, for the three-day tickets, they are $229, so that is a $50 discount nice. on that price for adults, still $209 for children ages 3 to 12. Uh, D23 Gold members will also have the opportunity to purchase what's called the Hall D23 Preferred Seating Tickets. Mm -hmm. So uh, this will get you into all the big panels that are in Hall D23. I'm talking the Parks panel, uh, the Disney Legends panel, um, the the Disney Plus panel, the uh, films. The last time they combined the animated and the live actions Mm -hmm. into one day. I don't know if they're going to do that this year or separate them. Uh, But those are all... 
um, really highly sought after uh, panels. This will make sure you can get into them and you'll get the best seats if you pay this price, but it is not cheap. It is for, you will get three day tickets. So you get the, it is just a three day pass. You Mm -hmm. can't do this for a single day, three day pass. It is $899. So it's not cheap. Um, but if you want to make sure you have access and, you know, see all these great panels, the biggest panels, um, that is a way to do it. Um, also, um, Disneyland Resort Park tickets will be available at the D23 Expo. You can usually get those there, sometimes for a discounted price because they figure you're going late in the day. So, right. you know, since you're only going from 6, 7 o'clock until close, right. the park or whatever, uh, usually you can get those for a, uh, a lesser price. But uh, just wait and see. Anyway, um, those are the ticket price options for you. Right. So, I mean, some pretty interesting things and it is a little bit different from years past and, um, they do have an app and it'll be interesting to see how that works with the, uh, whether it be like a lottery system to reserve some seating at some of the panels, et cetera. But like you said, the, the real, the hall D23 does have usually all the stars come out for those things oh, yeah. that, they're, that they're part of the presentation. So it, it's not just having, you know, a spokesperson come and describe things. I mean, you know, um, you really get to uh, see on stage some very, very well-known people. Yeah. And all, all the viral things that happen um, happened during that those panels right. that are there. There are lots of great panels. There are lots of smaller panels you can go to as well, which by the way, this, this, uh, Preferred seating pass does not give you preferred seating into those as far as I we know right now. Right. Um, but the biggest panels is where the, the large things happen. However, there are also panels that you'll find on the show floor and different things that happen out there too. Right. So even if you don't make it into these big panels, you decide not to pay for that price. There is lots of stuff to make up for that. What is a, actually not a crazy price, especially if you're a gold uh, D23 member, right. you know, $229 for three days of fun is not bad. Yeah, you yeah know, it's that's, really great. Yeah. Actually. So, um, and we're planning on going. Um, we've got some things coming up, so they could affect us, but we're buying tickets. Yeah. So our plan is to be there, <laughs> and we would love to meet you all there and, you know, share. We always, you know, our show is all about positive Disney energy. Right. And believe me, there's no place that has more positive Disney energy than at the D23 Expo. That's very true. So a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Again, tickets go on sale uh, for everybody on the 20th. That's Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then if you're if you're a Visa card member, you can try and get Visa in. Visa and gold member. And a gold member. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Visa and a gold member. Uh, you can get in on the 19th. So uh, moving on. Now, we now know who will be rocking the gardens at yeah. Epcot this spring. This is a lot of fun because some of this is taking place when we have a planned trip to be there for our springtime surprise run Disney right. race. So maybe we'll look into one of these bands. Let's see who's playing there when we go. This from the Disney Parks blog. They say, get your air guitars ready <laughs> because the popular Garden Rocks concert series returns to the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival this March. New this year, internationally recognized artists will bring the groove to the America Gardens Theater stage Friday through Monday while local Orlando bands, which would be cool as mm-hmm. well, step into the spotlight on the uh, from Tuesday through Thursday. So I'm not going to name every act. You can go on to uh, either uh, Fresh Epcot to check this out or you can uh, freshepcot.com, check this out or go to the Disney Parks blog to check this out and see all the names. But I am going to go through some intriguing names mm-hmm. that I found on there. Uh, we'll start with March 4th and 5th, which will be the Guess Who will be there. Who? Who? The Guess Who. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. I know. We're off to a <laughs> roaring start. Uh, March 6th and 7th, Rick Springfield will be there. You get nice. a little 80s taste there. Yeah. Uh, March 20th to the 21st, Cool and the Gang are going to be there. All if you right. want to do a little celebrate good times. <laughs> Come on. Uh, April 1st through the 2nd, which is when we will be there. The Spinners are going to yeah. be performing. Also, April 3rd through the 4th, which we may still be there. The Pointer Sisters are going to be Sweet. performing there. That's kind of cool as yeah. well. Uh, April 22nd through and the 23rd. Disco going. Yes, that's right. Uh, Starship featuring Mickey Thomas will be there. Great. Uh, April 29th through the 30th, another great 80s band, Berlin, will be there. Uh, May 8th through the 9th, the Commodores. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, going back to the 80s for May 20th through the 21st for A Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> Don't think they have the same hair, but still right? fine, just the same. <laughs> If you want a little British invasion, go June 10th through the 13th for Herman's Hermits featuring Peter Noon. Wow. Yes. And a little more modern group from June 17th through the 20th with the plain white tees are closing it out. So cool. lots of great bands. Yes. Uh, along with D23, uh, pre-sale tickets available being available on this day. Uh, beginning on January 19th, guests can secure their spot at the show by booking a Garden Rocks dining package that will be available for those cool. days, Friday through Monday. So if you're planning on going, don't want to wait and see what seats you get. You want right. to get a meal and get that secured spot within to see one of these bands. Uh, you can do one of those dining packages. And uh, you can find out more by visiting freshapcot.com. Very cool. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yes, me too. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And we do this. We always start with Michelle. One, because she's awesome, wonderful, <laughs> great. Oh, you're so sweet. All things amazing in the world. She does the best research. She has the best list. But she definitely has the very best tip. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, honey. <laughs> No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I know better than that. <laughs> you can't fool me. No, I just want to talk about um, the issue of reservations, like going to the parks, uh, like if you have hotel reservations or uh, hotel package reservations, which include your tickets. Um, I, I know COVID is still out there, and, and there's sometimes that need to make uh some changes to your plans and so right now it's it's always best to know what are the cancellation policies in place so like if you have a disney package reserved which includes the hotel resort as well as tickets uh, you can get a full refund if you're 30 days or more out after that you'd get the majority of your your uh, funds back but you may have a little uh, assessment of a fee there. Um, if you're just reserving a hotel and not a package, it's a five-day advance cancellation to get the full refund. But say that you find out a little too close or when you're within that period where that there is going to be a penalty imposed, if you um, can make your plans to a future date and already know what that future date is and there's availability at that same hotel, etc., then you can make the change and not incur a penalty. So, you know, my recommendation to you would be, you know, just to have some plans in place if something doesn't turn out the way you wanted it to, or if somebody, you know, unfortunately gets sick or whatever, um, then you have some options there. And, and we've experienced that too, where we've gotten to be like just 48 hours out 
from a hotel reservation and we were able to um, secure that same hotel uh, in a, at a future date and then we didn't have any penalty. Right. And it's really important right now because one, I mean, one, uh, it's spreading like wildfire right, right. now. So uh, COVID definitely is a factor out there, but also even fear of COVID. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm comfortable going into the parks right, right now. I think that, you know, as long as you protect yourself, they're fairly safe to go into the parks as long as you do the right things. Um, but at the same point, I get the concern. Yeah, because you, know, you are, there is a risk. Right. And if you want to stay away from it and don't want to uh, take that chance of, of contracting anything, um, you know, that's a good point. Or just things change in your right. life. You know, they uh, things pop up. Right. And if, if you can shift those dates, uh, go ahead and do it. So it's, it's very good to know. So yeah. Shell's tip. Always the best tip. <laughs> well, thank you. I do remember that one time that we were so close there and we were like, oh no, we're going to end we're up. We're going to eat this one. Yeah. Yeah. We thought we we're going to have to pay for the whole room. So um, yeah, there are opportunities. And the other thing that you can always consider doing is just calling, like calling mm -hmm. the resort or calling reservations lines, or if you're working with a travel agent, um, you know, cause I, you know, for the most part, I think they really do want to work with you. And that could even happen for like, um, if you have, the fireworks package, you know, and you're within the cancellation period, then, you know, give them a call. I mean, they certainly don't want to have people coming to the parks that are really sick and, you know, and so they generally do really want to work with you. And, and if you can reschedule versus cancel, you know, they're going to be much more able to help you out with that. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. They want to try and make things as right as possible. They know right. what's going on yeah. in the world right now. So they want to try and uh, do their best to make things good for you. So, um, yeah, and rescheduling definitely makes it easier for them, right. knowing that, uh, you know, even that they're not just losing out on this, this money that's coming in, you exactly. know, and, and the bookings and stuff. So, but just be aware also, you know, if you, you're shifting it, there may not be dates available at your hotel, but they'll try and do the best they can to help right. you out. So, you know, and the other important part of this is if you do make that change and you have other like dining reservations, you, you, you those are usually 24 hour advance cancel those or else you'll be assessed $10 yeah, be per sure, person. <laughs> be sure if you've made dining reservations, don't forget about those. Right, uh, don't right. just leave them. Yeah. It there. won't automatically cancel right. out those just because you're moving your, your hotel reservation. Right. And if you have park reservations, go ahead and cancel that. You won't get a penalty for leaving them going, right. but just to let people who might want to get into, especially sure. one that's maybe very busy that day that couldn't get a reservation before, go ahead and cancel those. Right. It's just courteous. Yeah. So. Michelle's tip again, always the best <laughs> tip. So good are her tips that I think I'm stealing one today. Oh, for her. wow. Let's it, hear. It involves Castaway Key, uh -huh. one of our favorite spots in the world, one that I was dreaming about this week. I even posted a picture of a Serenity <laughs> Bay thinking, oh, I really wish we were sitting out on Serenity Bay right. today. Um, but one of the most, one of the favorite things to do out there on uh, Castaway Key is go and rent bikes and go ride mm -hmm. around that island because there's great spots right. to ride around and just check out, you know, the island and see different parts of it that maybe you you wouldn't approach normally right. or whatever. So um, they're very available for you, and they're even available for the little ones, including they have bikes with training wheels mm -hmm. that you can get. Uh, if they have even a child that doesn't ride bikes is too small, they have seats. Uh, they have child seats that can attach to some of those bikes. So you can ride around with them and they all come with helmets right. too. So <laughs> very, very safe in that yes. regard. So I'm, I'm pretty sure Michelle has brought that one up before, but it's always good to rehash some of Michelle's <laughs> tips because there are the best tips. 
So I just wanted to share that with you once again. Yeah, it's a fun activity. You can reserve them in in advance, uh, you know, once you have paid for your uh, cruise. Um, But they usually have Oh, plenty so of bikes plenty available, available yeah. on the day of if you just decide to do it on the same day. Yeah. And it's a fun way. It can be a trek to get, especially if you're heading to Serenity Bay or whatever. It's a trek from one side of the island to the other. Right. It doesn't seem like that much, but it can be a little bit. And if yeah. it's hot, so a nice bike ride is sometimes kind of nice to get right. over there. Yeah. So. I mean, plus it's, it's a little bit more fun than getting on a tram, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So that's it for this week. Next week, well, we're doing an episode that should really call out to all you foodies <laughs> out there. Uh, we're going to go over some of the updates and ex- uh, to the experiences that are going on. Michelle, tell what we're tell the people what we're doing next week. Well, you know, first of all, there's some uh, great restaurants that are reopening. Yay! So Yay. we want to talk about that and some of their you know menu items there. And of course, there's the Festival of Arts that has some really great food things to enjoy and so we really want to you know get your mouth watering for all the fun that you can have at a disney park great it's gonna be another episode where i'm gonna be starving throughout (laughs) it It happens often with us so expect us to be very our our tummies to be grumbling as we're talking about all this great food at the disney parks next week exactly and and uh ahead of that we do want to hear from you all if you have some either great food stories or want to share with us some of your favorite foods during the festivals or these restaurants that are reopening uh let us know and we'll share that on on our episode too yeah if you've been out to the festival of the arts that just opened up this weekend and you had some food experiences out there and you want to share a little review with us send them to us and we'll we'll give you full credit and put it out on the show next week yeah i think listener nicole's out there today oh listener nicole lucky listener nicole. Uh, this I know. Is one of our favorite <laughs> favorite uh festivals for sure yeah I, mean, I think it's growing in popularity i'm hearing more and more it used Definitely. to be the underrated festival i don't think it's underrated anymore. no people, people no. have figured out how good the festival of the arts right is. exactly so that's great. So uh, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, you'll definitely want to sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Just another great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another fantastic way is to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for the great positive Disney Energy Fund we're having on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah. And if you wanted to find us on YouTube, occasionally put out uh, videos that are different than just our shows. Mostly it's just our shows, but every once in a while we put out something a little fun out there. Uh, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video there. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Right. And we also like to end the show by reminding you, please tell a friend about our podcast. And if you have the time, please give us a review. That really helps us so much. Yeah. And if you give us a five-star review, we will share it on the show. we, We love all the people that have already given us reviews. We love all the people that have gone out and told their friends about this show. Our numbers are growing and we really appreciate that so much. And that's because of you. Yes. And like today's show was all about you for voting on right. the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.